This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with the other person who lives in this home and the other person on this podcast. I made it sound like you're two different people. You're one person, Sarah Scrimshaw. (laughs) Yes, hello. I am, as far as I am aware, one person. You are one person. Instead of asking, how are you? I'm going to ask, would you like to be two people? Would you like to have two versions of yourself to get twice as much done? Or would that give you existential dread? I mean, sometimes I do honestly feel like I'm two versions of myself, but I think... Um, <laughs> right into the deep end on this episode. <laughs> but other times, um, I don't know, I think that might be a, uh, more than I could manage. When you imagine meeting yourself and like looking into your own eyes, do you have a gut reaction of that's weird? Um, yeah, Okay, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't alone. No, that, yeah. (laughs) Weird is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, I think I would squabble with myself about what, which one of me is going to do. Like, both agree that, yeah, now we can get twice as much done. And then we'd probably like bump heads trying to do the exact same thing. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's how I am. So I am very excited for our episode uh, today. We have the opportunity to talk about something fun. We were lucky to do something fun, so we are going to share some thoughts on it and kind of tell the story of it up to a point. We are going to obsess over whale watching, a thing that neither of us is an expert on, right? (laughs) (laughs) Did I not mention that? (laughs) Just wanted to make sure. Uh, We often caveat, I went uh, whale watching once. I'm not an expert. You've read up on it more but uh, what, would you consider yourself a whale-watching expert? Oh, goodness, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just wanted to make, uh, make very clear that that's what was, uh, yeah. what was going on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, so the setup for this adventure is that uh, we had a, a, a life thing happen, <laughs> that uh, we uh, sold our home in Minneapolis, and we wanted to have something fun to do to mark the occasion, to kind of have the, that passage of events. So we uh, went on a vacation uh, on the coast here in California, and you wisely said, let's do something fun and different that we've never done before, and booked us a little uh, whale-watching trip. So I wanted to start by asking, have you ever done something like that before? Have you gone whale-watching, anything-watching before? Or was this brand new? Um. I have gone whale watching once before. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. So I went, um, I was out in um, Quebec in Canada one year and uh, discovered that um, the area where I was on the St. Lawrence Seaway, there's also um, a large river that meets it. And uh, basically it's this huge uh, meeting of saltwater and freshwater. And so it's this like bonanza of um, <laughs> sea wildlife. Okay. And uh, I was I was out on this trip and it's like, I've always wanted to see a whale. I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to figure out how to do this. I'm going to go to Tadasak, which is where you go catch the <laughs> the whale watching um, boat. Uh, and I, it was a pretty little boat. There's a water bonanza at Tadasak. That's just uh-huh. great. Okay. <laughs> so there's a little boat, you said. Yeah. Yeah. So we went out on the boat and um, we did get to see some whales. We mainly saw some minky whales. <laughs> I swear this is like an improv challenge where you are making up words. This is so great. It's, they're real. You saw minky whales at Tadasak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What are minky whales? Um, they're they're a whale species. Um, I I don't couldn't tell you the specifics about them. Um, they have fins. They're <laughs> um, not fins. Um, dorsal fins. Dorsal fins. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, they have fins. They live Back in the water. Fins. Um, you know, things like that, but they live in the St. Lawrence Seaway. Okay. So that was really fun. And they, we saw a few of them just kind of the, you know, it was just that one of those, like, I don't know what to expect type of experiences. Right. Um, I should also mention that I'm pretty sure that the entire thing was in French, uh, because I was in Quebec and the um, whales were singing in French. They were, they were. (laughs) So I was like, bonjour. (laughs) I speak some French, but not whale French. Uh, when they, when they released water from their blowholes, did it, did that sound French? Was it like, of course, of course, with a a nice Quebecois accent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, but the, the tour guides on the boat, the Mm -hmm. whale watching guides spoke French. I think they did both French and English because as I think through it, I, 
I followed along more than I would have than if it was all in French, but certainly parts of it were in French. Okay. Um, it was it was quite an experience. What is whale in French? Ah, uh, well, now I'm going to forget because you've asked me. <laughs> Balen, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and one of the the highlights to me is there is there's a big bay there, uh, which I'm not going to remember the name of it, but um, you know, beluga whales mainly are up in the Arctic. But there's some belugas that live down in the St. Lawrence Seaway. Seaway. (laughs) Whales inside of whales. Whale (laughs) and the whale instead of Jonah and the whale. Well, you know, the St. Lawrence Seaway is a little bit like the map. It looks like um, a lot of illustrations of Moby Dick. So maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But in the distance, so because they're, um, you know, they're uh, protected, boats aren't allowed to go anywhere near the belugas but they're white so you can see them from afar so okay. they're like way across the bay those little tiny white shapes those are belugas and i was like wow that's the closest i'm probably ever going to get to a beluga <laughs> and this is amazing yeah so you did see them from afar from afar and uh did you see was there any sort of a blowing from the old blowhole or was it just like wow those white things way over there no oh, if there was i couldn't see it it was just like they're over there okay so this trip included the one that you just told me about Mm -hmm. and the one that we went on uh in search of whales why is that something that's held fascination for you with the desire to see whales Mm. um well i'm a few reasons honestly i think i'm fascinated by whales i've i it's one of those animals that i um have just been very interested in for a long time not necessarily like i'm gonna deep dive obsessed learn a lot about Mm -hmm. it but one of those like i is there is somebody making a comment about whales i'm happy to listen and learn more (laughs) like (laughs) whales are a perk up topic for you yeah totally totally absolutely um and when my family lived in um washington state uh we were in the pacific northwest and there's orca whales out in the san juan islands and so i remember we went out to uh I think to San Juan Island to Friday Harbor, which has an orca museum, which blew my little 10 year old mind or 11 year old mind of like, what? There's a whole museum just about orca whales and you can adopt an orca whale or like give money toward a specific orca. Okay. Um, So I think that heightened it. And then also there's just that feeling of like, you have to, you know, zoos and things aside, but you have to journey to see them and you might not. And even if you see them, you're not seeing most of them. You don't really have, most of us don't really have a sense of like what their mm. lives are like, what what that environment is like. And it's like this journey into the unknown with the hope that you may get a glimpse. And if you do, that's an amazing experience. I really like that, that idea of a glimpse of majesty, that it's something that can't be fully, fully observed or certainly possessed in any way. Mm-hmm. It is just about what if I get a glimpse? It's almost like if you'd heard about a film your whole life and you're like, maybe if I go to this movie theater, I will see 30 seconds of Citizen Kane or 15 seconds <laughs> of this great work, this yeah. amazing thing. Uh, and obviously, I think whales are, are even more amazing than pretty much any film because uh, they're a real thing. I think for me, uh, it's never something that I've obsessed over, but when you brought it up, it was something like, yeah, I would really like to see whales. And I think I've always had a really positive um, association with whales because obviously there are killer whales. When I heard that, I thought that wasn't real. And then I thought that was amazing. That was great (laughs) (laughs) in terms of like, that sounds exciting and dangerous and cool. But whales have this, had this fantasy to me of something that giant, that massive, that impossible, that hard to see or to know, uh, to be gentle mm. and like especially when you're a kid and you just your your understanding of many animals if you haven't been going to the zoo a lot are like cartoons or stickers <laughs> right <laughs> and sharks were scary shark the like i've talked about before on the podcast that, like there's kind of a window when i was very young of like well at some point a shark or a bear is going to get me because what are you going to do they're everywhere and they're terrifying <laughs> right like that was the kind of the cultural information that i took in but whales were gentle giants who if i ever saw one they'd smile at me right you know while they gently ate you know some sand or whatever (laughs) whatever they're gonna eat i think also for me they have uh, continued to uh, hold a little bit of that fascination 
of the um of the ancient and the mysterious uh, it, it is the size but i love the way you captured just a glimpse uh, you know being able to capture just a glimpse i think it relates a little bit to that sort of dinosaur feeling mm. for me of like dinosaurs shouldn't be real they're the exact kind of thing that my parents are always telling me that's not real that's fantasy but wait it is <laughs> so obviously very very real but in my imagination they're a little bit of touching the the fantastic touching the impossible yeah, I love that. I absolutely yeah. love that. And I, I was, I was not sure when I brought it up if it was something that you would be like, yes, let's do it, or like, oh, not so sure. So I was thrilled that you were, um, possibly even more excited about it than I was. Yeah, I was just really excited about doing something new, and it didn't even have any sort of emotional relationship of like, well, you know, the good old advice. You know, if you're a little sad that you sold a house, it was the right time, but you're sad and you'll never see it again. But it was the right thing to do. Uh, and you need to accept it. Go look at a whale. Like that's not common wisdom. <laughs> There's no direct connection. Mm-hmm. But I really like the idea of doing something that felt like a new adventure. Turn mm-hmm. the page. Um, and it felt like an adventure that couldn't lose. We'll talk about this as we get into the to to our story. But it's like, well, the worst that would happen would be I'd be on a boat in probably sunshine. And I wouldn't see whales, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'd be on the boat on sunshine. How awful could it be? So I was very, very excited. Uh, let's get into this actual uh, adventure that you and I had. We yeah. will talk through it uh, in order, in uh, narrative order. So uh, we got there. Uh, we got to get on the boat. Did the boat, the people on the boat, the tour guides, the vibe, did it match your expectations? I think for the most part it did. I So... I just to paint a little bit of of the picture leading into it. So Please. I had made the reservations and had been doing a f- a little bit of deep diving in terms of what are the boats because I I love the idea of whale watching, but I also had that like I don't I don't want to do anything that they're going to be like we're chasing whales. Right. So I just had wanted to do my due diligence um, in the process. Seen some pictures of the boats. Had read a little bit about the company um, that we were going with. And um, had also done a, a fair amount of research of like what whales are in this area when and how likely is it that, you know, we might see one or not. What are the whale odds? Yeah. 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 And you were you were checking on was it social media for the whale reports of like they report <laughs> what they if they saw whales on each I, trip. It's on their on their website. They okay. have a, um, a wildlife tracker where they track if they've seen Whales, which type of whales, as well as different types of dolphins and porpoises. Okay. Porpoise? Porpoises. Yeah, porpoise I don't think that's right. <laughs> uh, and they had been seeing whales in the in the days before, so mm-hmm. we were hopeful, right? Yep. Yeah, I think I, I was just so excited to go there and have an adventure, and I hadn't really thought at all about what it was going to be like, and so we started to line up. And I just kind of... I. All of my sort of various feelings about having worked at like a museum, and obviously this isn't a museum, but it's that same sort of tour guide. Like we're we're trying to uh, guide you on this uh, uh, adventure, uh, mm-hmm. this kind of a narrative, right? It's a moving narrative on a boat, <laughs> uh, and the uh, the animals aren't in uh, any sort of cages, uh, like uh, museum displays. Like you know, it's there. But I think what my mind went to is. I've had museum experiences where everybody is kind of a nerd for the thing they're doing. Like mm. they came to this museum on purpose and they're all nerds about it and they're all in. And then we've been places where it's, even though this is maybe like a beautiful place, like I think we went to a cathedral, I think it was in Paris that was like, I can't remember what it was, it was beautiful, uh, but it was a tourist trap mm. uh, because of where it was. And I remember in particular I think the uh, tour guide had said that this is a place for quiet contemplation. Please don't speak. And like your absolute stereotype of American tours are like, I wonder why we're not supposed to speak like that whole kind of vibe. So as we're getting ready, I was kind of like, is this going to be like uh, everybody just kind of like we're on a boat. Half of us care about whales. The other half just do not give a bleep about whales and loudly talking and like, I don't know, disrespectful mm-hmm. <laughs> to whale adventuring. And I didn't know I, we've also experienced in Ben 
all in tour guides. Mm-hmm. And then we've been some great places uh, like that, that Scottish whiskey experience where the person uh, was very into actually talking about whiskey, but not into talking about the history. And the, the tour guide was just like, ah, I can't believe this is my job. Yes, whales are very long. Here you go. Whales, whales, whales. Great. Am I done yet? <laughs> like, and I didn't know if we'd get that. Yeah. Uh, so I was thrilled to discover that everybody seemed either happy to be on a boat or truly engaged and interested in the whales. And I thought the, uh, the sort of tour guiding was the perfect mix of giving us information about where the, we might spot the whales, where we're going and why, and then just not feel, feeling like they need to fill the space mm-hmm. and didn't talk until anything happened then, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was such a such a great experience in terms of exactly that, of when, when they were talking, when they were interpreting, when they weren't, um, you know, and just kind of letting people enjoy, but also being very clear of... You know, early on when we were trying to spot, um, you know, whales, uh, why I can't think of the word, spurting out of their blowholes. What do they do? Uh, spouting. Spouting. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're like, we need everybody to look. So keep your eyes out because we don't know what direction it might be. And, and I, that was just really fun and nice. And, I, you know, some people were really into it and some people weren't. But um, I just I liked the clarity about the information you could tell when they're excited and also um, that they just let everybody kind of take it in at their own pace as well. Yeah, yeah. And you're uh, so right. I want to be sure to paint the picture as we go. It was a relatively small boat that had like a little, a little cabin area where you could buy drinks and, and a bathroom. And then it had a room for what, about like 15 to 20 people on the bottom. And then we were on the nice top deck that mm-hmm. sat like 20 people in like a big it, was, it felt like being on a boat that was also a sunken conversation living room from the 1970s. Totally. Like it was just as like, hey, we're all just sitting around, mm-hmm. except for now we're on the ocean. So when we uh, began this great adventure, uh, they did see some spouting in the distance, and we went over to where the whales were, and we were informed, ah, well, these whales are either just not into it, don't want to be seen, or they have gone under and moved on and that happened twice mm-hmm. and then there was a third time we're like well we think there are some over there and then there was a long time where we were just uh sailing driving oceaning uh into the wind just chopping away and for a while there it did seem like a total possibility that we would see no whales yeah what was going through your mind <laughs> when it seemed like there was truly a possibility that uh, our whale watching trip would be just a watching trip with no whales. Mm-hmm. An ocean watching trip? An ocean watching trip. Yeah, that was when I um, had to come to the truth, to, to terms with my truth, um, because I had been going into this totally, you know, like, yep, we're going to go, but it's, it's a migration path. It's not, you know, maybe they'll be moving today, maybe not, maybe we'll get to see them, maybe we won't. That'll be fine. We'll probably at least see a few dolphins. That'll be cool. We'll see some beautiful water. I don't care, was what I had been telling myself, <laughs> thoroughly believed. But during that time when we were um, watching the gorge, I mean, it's it we were gorgeous. by the, the Channel Islands, so you get to see them in the distance and just the water and the sun and everything was beautiful. Um, that was when I came to terms with my truthful reality that even though they're very clear on their website because it's asked, which was one of my favorite things of can you do guarantee whale sightings? And they're like, whales are wild animals <laughs> in their home. We don't control what they do. Yeah. And which I just loved the like, uh, yeah, no, obviously. But that was I had to come to terms with my truth, which was I really, really wanted to see a whale. Yeah. So in that moment, there were two Sarah's. Like we were joking about at the top of the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. This is the podcast of two Sarahs. So I am curious about this. Was it, do you feel like it, that was a truth that was uh, uh, burbling under the surface? Or was that truly a shock that you did not realize that you had, that you had decided you really needed to see whales? I, I I would still say wanted, not needed. I mean, I would have, honestly, if we had. I did not mean to put words in your mouth. (laughs) I think if we had seen a bunch of dolphins and hadn't seen any whales, 
but we had kind of been near them. I, I think I would have, I mean, obviously I would have come to terms with it. Hello. Like I had no choice. I'm not like going to dive <laughs> I'm gonna in. I'm going to flip like, this boat over. Yeah. I'm going to go start swimming. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, there are much harder things to come to terms with. I, I would have been <laughs> yes. fine. <laughs> Let me be clear. Yes. But um, I think it was, I I think I have just realized how, how good I was at um, pretending to myself that it was going to be fine. And it was just that moment of like, oh, I mean, it will be fine, but I do actually really want this. And I just am not, wasn't admitting it yeah. to myself. Totally, totally understandable. I think I had both this uh, great tension because I felt for the people doing the tours. Like I know that, that that has to be a part of the baggage every time, right? It's It's one thing to be the website or to be like, you know, the owners, the management who have to field these calls. We didn't see a whale, you know, our money back. And they're like, no, right? Mm -hmm. That's like a fight you have afterwards. But every time those people go out on the boat, the tour guides, for lack of a better term, it's just got to be like, is this going to be a problem day or not? Mm -hmm. Or a problem trip? Like, obviously, I'm sure they they want to fulfill the whale part of the whale watching. Mm -hmm. But they also, I wonder if they're every time is like is any anybody going to be a real jerk about it right or accept that you know you cannot call the manager about whale sightings they're gonna come up or not so i felt like tension for the people Mm -hmm. working it and like i wanted to find a whale for them (laughs) for you uh but for myself it was just nice to have that moment of there are some things you cannot control and accepting that. Like there's obviously there's a lot of things I want more control over a mm-hmm. lot of, there are a lot of bad things going on in the world. And I think this is intertwined mm-hmm. <laughs> for both of us with this, with this story. Cause yeah. we're, you know, like a lot of people having ups and downs and there's a lot going on in the world that of course uh, I spend most of the day wishing I had more control over things, mm-hmm. but there is a freedom in accepting I don't have control over this list of things. I do have control over this list of personal choices. So like on one hand, it was the, I have no influence whatsoever. There's nothing I can do to affect whether or not we see a whale. Mm -hmm. I can choose to just be happy and feel really lucky that I'm on a boat in the sunshine and there are weird islands and oil rigs in the distance, and that's fun and weird and all that. And uh, I really was happy to just be able to sort of let go and say, "This is this is not. I am not driving in any way, shape, or form." Mm-hmm. I think that's so great. That that's so wonderful. Yeah, I wish I could do it more often. It also reminded me of the trip that you and I took uh, to Loch Ness mm. in Scotland. <laughs> which was uh, I, I it started bubbling up in my mind of like I feel like I've kind of had this experience before when I was when we were out and not finding the whales mm. and I realized I'm thinking of Loch Ness and I never did expect to see the Loch Ness monster but on that trip there was a kid who was half was going through the process on the boat with us of accepting that they would not be the one to see the Loch Ness monster yeah the kid was so into it remember on the bus when the like the tour guy was trying to uh, give the basics about the Loch Ness and the kid kept shouting the answers. <laughs> yeah, well, they were doing like a little quiz of like, do people know this? And the kid clearly <laughs> That's right. had like studied everything, knew everything. The family was here because this kid, they had, I think they had a few kids with him, but this one, this was like their thing. Um, yeah, and was absolutely like knew all all of the answers. Yeah. And in, the, in a super cute you know, enthusiastic oh, way. Oh, yeah. And then we're on the boat, went through the process. I remember him shouting like, we're... We haven't seen the monster, but it's okay. This is still the experience of a lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) So I was trying to channel that kid, accepting that he wasn't going to see the Loch Ness Monster. (laughs) Uh, But I'm sure, as people uh, can guess, we did indeed see whales. There was a whale. You said bonanza. Uh, I said extravaganza in my notes. We saw multiple whales for a long time. Uh, Feel free to paint any pictures you'd like and tell me what the experience was for you to truly get to see these whales. Yeah, I mean, this, it was amazing. It it so far surpassed anything that I could have imagined. So we saw gray whales um, and some dolphins. And, you know, I, I honestly, what I expected, what I hoped, my little, when I said, you know, I, I was admitting to myself that I did really want to see a whale, 
I was thinking we would see them spout and maybe see a, uh, maybe see a little bit of skin. <laughs> Just like a, a tiny little bit. And that I was like, to me, that was that yeah. would be a successful, like that was to me the most that a person could hope for. Like a 10 second teaser of a teaser trailer of the back of a whale. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. These are gray whales. They're not humpbacks, so they don't do the usually do the big like coming up out of the water so i was just like yep that i am gonna like that's all i expect and i i really want it and i'm gonna admit to myself that i want it but that's that's all i expect yeah and so we saw the whale come up and uh spout a little bit and then another whale and then another whale and there were three whales and they didn't just come up and spout they were like on the surface of the water and um just hanging out by the boat or we were hanging out by them, but they didn't care. And they were happy to be near us. And there were dolphins jumping all over them, uh, like near them. <laughs> it not really was them. a party. Like the, the dolphins party. were just like, uh, I, I love hanging out with my, my friend, the whales, like yeah. a bunch of dolphins doing like full on dolphin leaps. Oh yeah. Out of the water. Totally out of the water. Yeah. And it was just like, all right, whales. Yeah. Awesome. It was they, the dolphins were like whale confetti. Like they were popping up in celebration <laughs> of the whales is what it felt yeah. like. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it felt like, uh, the, the tour guides, the whale professionals, uh, got legitimately excited too, because not only was it the, whoo, we found them, but that it seemed like unless they were amazing actors, quite good whale scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, according to the whale watchers, uh, the three whales were doing an activity, right? <laughs> they were. We got to see some uh, some mating or prelude to mating or mating inquiry dances. Um, not entirely sure. <laughs> mating inquiry. <laughs> Hello. I have been wondering. Uh, yeah. I mean, that seemed to be what they explained the activity was, is that yeah. there were probably two males Mm-hmm. kind of saying hey um <laughs> hey female you interested you, you, yeah, what do you want to hey, do yeah slip slipping some phone numbers uh exchanging dms yeah mm-hmm. um look at my fancy fin but that's what it, it, it i could not tell one whale from another yeah. like they it wasn't like at one moment it was like oh look at those three lined up it's like oh they're three great I, oh you know yeah, there was times where I could tell that there were two. Yeah, I with my saw own two. Uh, naked eyes. Yes, uh, but yeah, I think what was great about it was just seeing, for me, the shock at seeing, seeing that much, <laughs> of the whale because I really did. It, when we first got there, we like, oh, we ju- we saw the flash of the flesh, mm-hmm. you know, and they explained that they're called grain whales because they have all these barnacles and they get scraped off and it. it from a distance, the overall effect is gray. Mm-hmm. And, that, and we're close enough to kind of see those details. Like, wow, cool. Uh, and it's like, that's great. Wow, we did it. And then one, uh, you know, actually spouted really close to us and like could hear it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it just kept being more, right? They kept uh, turning on their sides and mm-hmm. you could see their side uh, uh, fins flip and did the big like classic tail flap right yeah. yeah we saw we saw a lot of great tail action <laughs> yeah we saw a lot of gray whale tail there yes. we go yes, yes we did yes yeah and it 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 <laughs> it just went on for a, like quite a while right to the point where eventually they were like well i mean normally we kind of stay with them as long as they want to but like we have to go back now and yeah. they're not done. Yeah. And I feel like they had kind of gone under the surface for a little bit um, because we got to see um, what they called a fin print. Oh, that's right. Which I think was when they were going under the water a little bit, which like a footprint they left in the water with the fin. And you could just see this like um, oval, I will say, for lack of a better description, but like the shape of the fin, just this area of calm um, in the middle of the rest of the water, which was not calm. That was like you like footprint on the sand. You can see that something was there. Yeah, and that was so cool. Also, yeah, that was a great validation of because I saw that sort of print that looked different. Like I'm imagining things, and, and then the tour guide was like, "That's a print. That's a, like wow. I wasn't imagining that." And uh, one of the whales did briefly stick their head out of the water. Right, and you saw an eye. I I I think I might have seen an eye. <laughs> Not entirely sure. Uh, we later heard, or maybe they told us then, it's called, I believe, spy hopping. Uh, yeah, Is when they right? stick their head out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
you, which is, yeah, which is was, a great term. I think we all need to use that term more often. There's a lot of great things you just heard here shouted out on the water of like, that was an eye. They're spy hopping. Like, what What, what <laughs> are you talking about? It was great. Yeah. Uh, absolutely great. So we got to see a ton of that. So people often say that seeing wildlife, particularly something is sort of impossible, majestic as a whale, can kind of reframe our own perspective. How did seeing gray whales mate change your perspective? Mm. Wow. Well, it clearly should have changed my perspective more. I think, you know, I just, the thing for me was I was trying so hard to just be in the moment Mm -hmm. and to not worry too much about whether I got a photo of it, although I did um, film just with my camera a bunch of it. And I'm so glad I did because, because it's one of those things, it just doesn't feel real mm-hmm. and the number of times since we've gotten back that i've just been like i'm just i'm just gonna watch this did we actually see that much whale or did i just like make it up in my mind since then like either way you do sometimes of extrapolate from a memory um so yeah so absolutely i think um so for me i was going into it very much trying to focus on being in the moment in terms of big life revelations in response to seeing the whales, those are still yet to come. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that that was it for me as I was kind of, because uh, I know I'm like this. I ask questions like this. Mm-hmm. I think like this is a person. It's, a, I think, a part of why I like being a writer of, uh, I think that's sometimes why we tell stories is sort of constructing meaning out of all of the events in our lives. And sometimes we have those epiphanies and and sometimes we construct them and i know i can sometimes uh, on this podcast really ask people to be like and how did it change you and was that the moment where you and, and i always want to reflect that sometimes people sincerely have those moments and sometimes they don't mm-hmm. and i think for me that that was a, a part of it was like i don't think it it made me go like i now understand my place in the universe mm-hmm. or i i now respect nature more like it it wasn't like a transformative experience what it was to me is I just felt lucky. Yeah. You know, right? because it was just different and fantastic. And I think more than anything, maybe maybe the way to say it is um, there are so many things that we know and we hold even in our hearts, but it's a different thing to be able to feel them. Mm-hmm. And I think kind of on the trip there where we didn't see whales for a while and I had plenty of time to think about like, why do I want this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's it gonna be like you know is that feeling of i know that they are majestic i know that it is rare and lucky to see them particularly for a prolonged period or to try to get closer to them and you know reflect on they have that whole other life under the water and we only understand parts of it you know mm-hmm. all those things but to just kind of just be in that moment and feel those things because yeah. you're close to them was that that was the thing for me yeah yeah that's really well said yeah thank you i it was such a fun challenge because i was thinking like i i want to be eyes first and phone second before we even knew we're gonna see the whales Mm -hmm. uh like i don't want to be too obsessed with my phone so i'm not seeing it and experiencing it in the moment and then once the tour guy was like nope for sure whales and like everybody on the boat <laughs> whipped out their phones at lightning speed so i did watch for a few moments and it's like well i, I do want to get a photo and mm-hmm. at that time i'm still thinking it's like we're gonna see that one sliver of a back and that'll be it and like i really didn't want to miss that moment right but then once it was like okay they're just they're putting on a show and this does not appear to be ending anytime soon i was like i might as well try to get some photos Mm -hmm. and then that went on so long i was like i think i can get a selfie with a whale (laughs) (laughs) so it took several tries uh but i did manage to get a selfie with a whale in the background i love that i love that so much (laughs) you can barely tell it's me because the boat uh uh because it is uh, considered transportation, uh, masks were required, even though mm-hmm. we're outside on the ocean, which I have no problem with. Uh, sunglasses, because it was bright out, and I had a hat on because it was cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's very little of my face. But that's me. <laughs> I know that's me. And I know that's a whale. We know. The whale knows. <laughs> the, the whale, whale knows. knows it's you. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. Do you have any other uh, emotional reactions to, to seeing the whales? Um, 
I, I yes, but I was just going to say for the um, the the whole like using recording it, taking pictures versus watching it. I found that I was like, oh, this is so great. All of my um, I've talked before about all these uh, meditation videos that I do. I've gotten so used to just I mean, for those I use a tripod, didn't have a tripod here, but I was like, I just can hold my phone over here to my side I wasn't looking through my phone at all. Half, the, half, half, in fact, half the time I looked, I was like, "Oh, I'm getting the backs of the people in front of us, so I should <laughs> actually make sure I'm getting some whale occasionally." But it was such a nice experience to be like, I can try to record this, but I can still feel like I'm experiencing it and not looking at it through my phone, which was for me like that was my balance, and I was very happy to have found that. I think you nailed it because you got to see it with your eyes being in the moment, and that video is not just video of the whales, which is great. But it's video of the experience, right? Mm-hmm. Of the backs of the people that we were on that boat with. Yep. Now we we're going to publish <laughs> images of their backs or anything. Uh, but also, like, I, you caught a lot of what the whale watching experts were saying. Yeah. Yeah. And that I'm really happy about because I was taking it in, but there was so much going on. And whale, so like half of my brain was just screaming like, whale, 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 and couldn't take anything else in. Um, and then at one point, I was like, oh, right. I brought our binoculars with us and I've been wearing them around my neck this entire time. So I'm going to look at the whale through the binoculars and then you could actually see so, so close uh, because we were close enough. And that was one of the other things that I didn't expect about the whales. And to me, it was just, um, I don't know, there was something just really um, enjoyable uh, because the whales are this, they're not the gray color, you know, we talked about with the barnacle, but the effect is that they are a lighter gray color Mm -hmm. is when they're just under the surface of the water, you can see them. Mm. And we were, you know, we weren't right on top of them, but we were close enough that we could see like, Oh, they're about to come up. And in some ways, like those are some of my favorite moments that we saw, but also that I have photos or video of are when you can just see the light shape coming up toward Mm. the surface before you actually see it. And it's just, I feel like it's that moment of, the whale still being in their world, but we get to see it from our world. And it's that it's like that moment when wow. the two worlds like meet on the surface of the water. Yeah. One chance out between two worlds, mm-hmm. a Twin Peaks line uh, that I don't <laughs> think was meant to be about whales. But yeah, that was so great. Yeah. And I also forgot like um, I am not a whale expert and I think I've heard of gray whales, but the main association I have with gray whales is we have discovered this great gin called gray whale. That's very, it's a celebration of the coast mm-hmm. and it, it, the, um, the California coast and the migration pattern of the gray mm-hmm. whale in the bottle goes to a lot of, uh, great, uh, effort to say, Hey, all of our ingredients come from all of these spots up and down the coast. So it's like a real celebration of this place, this, you know, environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember just feeling like I want to try to make a connection to the whale and whispering softly out loud, like, I I enjoy your gin. <laughs> I know they don't produce it, but it was like uh, this weird way to be like, what do I have to say to a whale? Yeah. I enjoy your gin. That's what I got. <laughs> um, One of the fun things that makes total sense that they told us is some whales are more social. Mm-hmm. Some enjoy kind of being like, oh, hey, humans, you want to see something? Here's my plan. Um, and others are like, no, please leave me alone. I'm, I'm, you, oh, humans, I'm going underneath. If you were a whale, would you show yourself to humans? Mm, I think sometimes. I think I would be a whale who there would be some days I'm like, hoo look at my fin. And other days I'd be like, mm-hmm, I'm going to go down to the bottom and feed myself on that sand. Like they do, <laughs> which I never knew before. Oh, yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. So um, they're a baleen whale, and I am familiar with other baleen whales that eat like plankton and things toward the top of the water. But they actually go down and scrape along the bottom of the ocean and then filter the stand out and get like the small crabs and things like that are what they keep in there um, to eat. And I think that they said, and I might be incredibly wrong, so who knows, but that they're the only whale that, or the only baleen whale that does that. And I just thought that was so cool and was like, maybe this is a fact that other people know, but it was not one that, I mean, clearly other people know. (laughs) We discovered it on this trip. (laughs) But I just, I feel like as somebody who is like peripherally interested in whales, like I, I was just like, wow, that's so cool. Not like I should have known that, but it was just it just kind of blew my mind in a like this is a totally different approach to whales 
I've never seen a whale depicted eating along the bottom. Yeah, right. But it it contributed to my young association with whales of them being just really friendly and very chill, right? They're not like a shark being like always on the move, can't stop moving, looking for blood. You know, it's as the just totally chill of just like, I can't even be bothered to pick out food. I'll just eat the whole thing and I'll find some food in there. I'll filter (laughs) out the rest. Whatever, man. (laughs) It's just so funny to me. Just the idea of that, relating it, obviously it works for them. It's great. But relating it to human terms, the idea of like a a large creature that would just like uh, eat a whole Chipotle and just filter out the stuff that isn't food. Like, I mean, it's just (laughs) the just I'm just going to eat earth Mm -hmm. and whatever's food. Great. Yep. And the rest of the stuff get kicked out. Yep. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, I think if I was a whale, I think it would be very, very mood dependent, mm-hmm. right? Like if it was like, oh, five boats have just come by. Uh, no, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I want to go down to the bottom and just eat earth. <laughs> uh, so we did also see dolphins. Uh, they were having a great big old party around the whales. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then on the way back, uh, is many uh, uh, water trips that I've been on the way back is faster because you've accomplished what you're doing and the boat's right. just like now let's get back uh, uh, experience that on cruise ships and now on this so we were trucking in comparison I thought to how fast we were going when we were looking for the whales mm-hmm. and utterly beautiful the sun to our backs making you know at, at that exact right height to just kind of be have that line of brilliant orange dancing in the blue of the ocean yeah and the dolphins kept coming up behind us and it really felt like they were it looked like skateboard kids who discovered a park with a perfect ramp like they loved the whales or the whale the waves mm-hmm. and were just jumping off the waves oh again and again and again it like it could have been the same four dolphins i don't know yeah totally no they were they were absolutely they were there for the wake they knew this is where you find the wake and they're like yep we're here this is this is our Sunday afternoon activity. <laughs> we're gonna go wake jumping. How did that make you feel? I was really happy. I honestly, so I was hoping that we would have it. So did you know that that was a thing that like dolphins like wake? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where have I been my entire life? Uh, but I haven't seen it. I just had heard of it, and I was like, oh, well, I hope I hope we get to see a little bit of that too. Like we got to see the dolphins already by the whales, so that was enough. But then they kept coming under, and then they would. It was. So from where we were, we were kind of in the center of the boat and I would look down and you could you know, see the dolphins coming up about to jump. But then they were like, it was almost like they would slow down and then go to the wake behind us. And yeah, no, I was uh, so excited for that. And it was like they'd time it and then it'd be like, bam, 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 like four oh, or five of them. Totally do it in groups. So it was like, hey, get my friends over here and we're all going to jump this one together. Yeah, I mean, it was it was the cover of the Douglas Adams book, So Long and Thanks for All the Fish. It was so <laughs> uh, just like, could you be any more dolphin dolphins? And they do just have such a great vibe. Mm-hmm, right? <laughs> yeah, and I thought, I got a selfie with a whale. I'm going to try to get selfie with dolphins because I just, I enjoyed it for a while. I watched, there's, it was so great, like you were saying, when you could see them just under the water. Mm-hmm. Um, your description with the whale was so perfect. Uh, and I was like, okay, if I time this, there's, I'm sure I'm going to be able to. But the dolphins were too fast. <laughs> they can't be captured. Right? I did not get a selfie with a dolphin. But that gives me a goal to strive for. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on how the, how the dolphins made you feel? Oh, they were they were very excited. But I'm with you. They were harder. I Even though I was taking photos and video, I did not catch as many dolphins in my photos. Either. Yeah. I, there's something so joyful about it. Like yeah. the whales were like the main event. And like this was like this massive, massive, beautiful dessert party. Uh, it was the after party after a great show. But there was just like a, such a sense of of joy of like seeing these animals being like, oh, awesome. You make, you're making the wake. <laughs> we can jump anywhere any old time. We're dolphins. Yeah. But this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And it was just, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I guess I'm glad that I was ignorant because yeah. it was a great surprise. It was fantastic, and I think the after party after the show is perfect description. <laughs> it was a great dolphin after party. So uh, finally, as we're going back, um, there's a lot of uh, oil rigs around there. Mm-hmm. I'm not like I'm not a super big fan of oil, uh, but I'm really fascinated with oil rigs. So there's a great. Uh, old radio show about oil rigs that I love. There's, you know, just lots of stories about this sort of like 
there's a Doctor Who episode we just recently watched. Uh, it's lost, but we saw the animated version of Fury from the Deep. That's all about an oil rig. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a a weird romance in mystery and to them, like they're kind of in that same lighthouse vibe, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the uh, the boat driver, the captain, the waterman, uh, <laughs> whatever you call him. Uh, was like, well, you know, we said we weren't going to stop for this, but but we've seen everything else and we're making good time. And I thought he meant he was stopping to, to real close to the oil rig. And I was like, cool. I wanted a real close-up look at that oil rig. And then I realized he was talking about sea lions. There was a large uh, buoy and three or four sea lions just crashed out. Totally. Just, it was in amazing contrast to the splashing whales, to the jumping dolphins, to the sea lions just being like, oh, we don't give a damn. We're napping. What did you, what was that experience for you? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a really fun just like, because like you said, like it was like we had woken a cat up from a nap who was just like, you're here? Okay, I'm going to lay back down. Yeah. Um, but then there were a bunch in the water also that were much more active. And, uh, yeah, I was curious, like, were they trying to get up on the buoy, too, and be like, hey, we want a nap up there? It didn't seem like it. They're just kind of playing. I don't know. Like, the, the kid's playing in the backyard while the moms are up there just like, <laughs> we're relaxing for right now. Because uh, I think he said it was female sea lions that were up on okay. the buoy. So I don't know, not to, you know, make everything too humanized. But, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. Let yeah. me tell you, it was much easier to get selfies with the sea lions. <laughs> <laughs> extremely easy i got many selfies with the sea lions well good i got some outfit changes practically with the <laughs> sea lions absolutely great really it, it was uh if the uh <laughs> if the dolphins were like an after party this was like uh for me when i have a good show after party then get home and eat a frozen pizza at 2 a.m and lie on the couch yep that's what the sea lions were for me <laughs> beautiful Goals. If you were like Aquaman and could communicate with the whales or the mm. dolphins or the sea lions, mm-hmm. what would you say to them or ask them? Wow. I mean, I'm sorry. This is probably taking this way too literally, but I feel like there's so much, like there's so much that we don't know. Right. What What do they actually communicate about? What are the things that are on their minds? Like I just, there's part of me that feels like is that, an entirely different I mean of course it is is it a different approach to life well yes Sarah it is (laughs) whales do have a different approach to life that's why they you know among other things they journey 12,000 miles every single year um yeah so uh I would try to avoid saying uh obvious things like so what's it like to live underwater because (laughs) they have not lived above water um I think I would ask what would I ask I, I, you know, I think I would just start to just kind of like dip my toe in the water of underwater conversation with just asking the dolphins, like, tell me about the the best wake that you jumped. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Like, did you get really high? Did you tell your friends about it? Yeah. Like what? (laughs) Like what was? I mean, get really high in the jump, not. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Did you leap out of the water a lot? Did you Um, get a lot of air? Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. And like what made it? fun and interesting and like what makes you want to go after the wake on some boats and not on others i think that would be like a good introductory topic to kind of uh literally get my feet wet yeah yeah i think i would definitely ask the whales um if they how how they choose when they want to be social Mm-hmm. And also just talk to different whales. And, you know, if there's a whale that's like, oh, no, I saw the human boat coming and I went way under. I ate some earth. And be like, cool, not judging. You know, how do you feel? Why do you not want to show yourself? And then asking the ones who are like really gregarious, like, what is this like? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you like hearing us go, ooh, like, <laughs> can you hear that? Do you like that? Uh, the, all the stuff about migrating, which I didn't know anything about, that they go all the way up to Alaska, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And back on a, like a birthing cycle, right? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, I think there. I think there was something in that uh, that was also calming, uh, because I think, you know, over these last couple of years with the pandemic, there has been that feeling of being in a rut sometimes, mm. of kind of knowing you're moving forward, 
but each day just feels like I'm just doing the things again, even though you know intellectually that you are doing different things and you're moving forward. And there is something about feeling like these majestic, powerful, impossible animals are also just going like, yep, got to schlep up to Alaska. And then when I'm done to Alaska, I guess we'll go back down to Mexico. And then again, <laughs> so I would just like to ask him like, do you ever feel like you just want to, you know, go somewhere different or just go, screw it. I'm stopping at Oregon, you know, like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and see if they have those feelings. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a great Aquaman talks. I think what other animals do you want to see up close? Mm, well, there's many other whales on my list. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I would love to actually see humpbacks. Yeah. And kind of the, I mean, the I was going to say the biggest one, but then I thought of another one. So I don't know that I'll ever see it, but I would love to see a narwhal. What is, is, is that the biggest? No, the, that's what I was going to say. Is like the one that actually is on my like amazing uh, bucket list type of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I would call it a bucket list. Just see like that would be surreal. It would be to see a blue whale. Oh, right, right. The blue whales are the, mm-hmm. are the biggest, ginormous ones, biggest right? Biggest animal on earth. And the narwhal, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I was going to say, explain the narwhal. Describe the narwhal. That's the, that's the unicorn whale. Okay. And that is real. <laughs> that is real. But it's pretty much up in the Arctic Circle. Okay. So I'd have to, we'd have to take a, have a conversation about it if we're going to go take a cold journey. That would be a very, very cold trip. Yeah. But I have a hat now, so you do. That's um, true, and yeah. sunglasses. Yeah, and um, I'd love to get a selfie with a narwhal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you? Oh wow! I you know I didn't even think about about it. Um, maybe bats. Like I know I, I can in a zoo. Yeah. But like, like a whole. Are you picturing like the bats in a cave? Because I know that we have seen bats because I have seen them fly right over your head. Yeah. No, but that's I guess true. you didn't really see them. You just felt them. Oh, no, I saw them. You're right. I did. I did. Uh, yeah, because when we were lucky enough to go to Sequoia National Park, uh, there's the lights right outside of the um, little kind of hotels isn't right. Yeah, campgrounds. the place we stayed. The, the, the building we stayed in. And they're clearly just like, this is a highway for eating insects. And that, yeah, that was pretty great. I think maybe like more in like a natural environment. Mm-hmm. I guess like, you know, like seeing the whales this, they are on their journey in the places we have come to where they are. Yeah. I think because I know that they aren't scary. Mm-hmm. I have all sorts of pop culture associations with them between mm-hmm. Batman and vampires. Like uh, I have talked about or written about bats. So I think there's something about maybe like seeing them in a cave. Yeah. And yeah, like, like seeing a bunch of them just kind of hanging from the ceiling. Hanging from the ceiling and like, you know, uh, in that same way that we saw with these whales, the whales are like, we're doing our thing, but we're not, if you want to get your boat relatively close, oh, you know, it's not going to be a problem for us. Like that kind of like up close where you can like see in, an, in a non-zoo environment, in a mm-hmm. natural environment, like get up close and just like see them hanging upside down and sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That's the first one that occurred to me. More bears. We've seen some bears. We have. I'm sure we'll see more. We will. Yeah. <laughs> my other big one, but you know, there's a, would be to see a, a mountain gorilla. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, uh, a spider monkey. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. 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 We yeah. could just keep listing animals. We're just, for a while. yeah, yep. we are. Maybe that'll be our little tag. We just animal listing. <laughs> uh, my final question here in the main section of the podcast is, uh, they did sell some basic beers on the boat, and I always like having like a drink in a weird place. I decided not to because it was really cold, and I just felt I've, I uh, experienced something magical. <laughs> I'm good, uh, and I wanted to get home and have a, a Grey Whale uh, gin martini. Uh, how would it have changed, though, the experience for you if while seeing these impossible, majestic animals of whales, you were also drinking a Coors Light? How would have it changed the experience for you? Mm, well, um, I think I, I would have chosen to hold the beer <laughs> and not drink it. Um, yeah, I just I feel like to me they don't go together. And I'm, that's no judgment about people wanting them and maybe if this is a thing we did a lot or if it were <laughs> it was like another Saturday we're gonna crack open some cold ones and watch the whales yeah <laughs> right or like if it were um a little bit warmer day and we were spending more of the time still and waiting mm. rather than some of the because we did spend the time um at a faster 
temperature, a faster speed trying to go find these other whales. Oh, yeah. That beer would have been all over me if yeah, I was trying to hold it. Yeah. yeah. But I could see like if it were more like, you know, like lazing on a summer afternoon kind of yeah. feeling that that would be a very, to me, a very different experience than this. But to me, I just, there is so much magic. And Coors Light is not magic to me. It is for some people. That's fine. Yeah. But I would not. Um, I wanted magic. Yeah. Um, I think they all also had Corona. Mm-hmm. What I would have wanted if I knew the the shape of our trip. N- nothing during the whales. Nothing during the dolphins. I just wanted that to be the entire experience. If I had a Corona with like a lime in it to cheers the sea lions who just didn't give a damn about anything, <laughs> that would have been great. Kick back with the sea lions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to make some noises. What is your noise to sum up your interest in whale watching? Well, you made a great little hand gesture. I was trying to be a fin. Oh, yeah. Slapping into the water. Fin. Coming yeah. up and slapping down. Mm-hmm. Nice. And we're going to rate our obsession on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being the lowest, 10 being the highest. What is your obsession with whale watching? Yeah, I'm. I think for right now, it's not going to stay this high, but I'm going to put myself at an eight. Wow, that is high for you. It is. Wow. Is it just still the thrill of that experience, or is it thinking about doing it again? Both. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, I'll put myself just below you at like a six. It was a magical experience. Really excited about it. Uh, happy to do it again. Um, but I think in some ways, it's it's something that I really enjoyed. But it's something that I enjoyed enjoying. Mm-hmm. And um, in, it was even kind of, it was a nice place to be. And I always try to be a good and generous partner. Sometimes I succeed and sometimes I fail. But it felt nice for me to be like, I would like to see whales, but this trip is, you are the priority. <laughs> Your interest was the priority for me. Like I wanted, to, if we got into a place where it was like crowded and it was hard People are blocking view. I want to make sure you were in front. I want to make sure that you could see. Well, that's very kind of you. But it was so much fun to me that you were so excited about this trip that it that it didn't ever feel like you were coming along to or humor me. That oh, I felt no. like we were equally in uh, enthusiastic about it. Absolutely equally enthusiastic about it. I think the part of myself that I'm trying to be honest about is like the Obi Wan Kenobi trailer just came out, and you know that is huge to me Mm -hmm. and if the obi-wan kenobi trailer was like whale watching Mm -hmm. i would have had to really constrain myself to not elbow in front of you (laughs) (laughs) because i I just you know i'm just so excited like and i i try not to be that way and i i really try not to and i sometimes succeed and sometimes i fail but it's a nice place when i am a very obsessive person and i do have to work hard to go like take a beat take a beat remember the other people around you it was nice to be in this place where i was thrilled to be there Absolutely 100% for myself, but also thrilled to really hope for you to have a a really great experience. Well, thank you. I did. Well done. I had a great experience too, and I hope the whales did. I hope so too. And it did feel like that was one of my questions, just jumping way back to the other people on the boat. Like, you never know, are people going to kind of really try hard to get to the front? And how's it going to work? Because the whale's only on one side of the boat most of the time. And yep. You're seated uh, on all sides of the boat. But I felt like at least the group of us on the upper level, everybody was really polite and trying to make sure that the other people saw them. But also everybody was totally 100% there to see the whales. So nobody was like offering to not see the whales. But there was just this awareness that this was an experience, you know, like truly just, a, you know, for 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 us so far maybe for the entirety of our lives a once in a lifetime experience to yeah. see gray whales a rare and lucky experience yeah. yeah and it was nice that it was communal like yeah mm-hmm. we didn't chit chat you know with the people it was you know we would have been having to shout weirdly across a boat um but yeah people were respectful and there was also nobody who was like uh weirdly negative or snarky about like yeah great whales like everybody seemed really into it yeah yeah which absolutely. was absolutely wonderful so we're going to move on to the plugging section of the show uh where can people find you oh you can find me on um instagram at scrim street excellent you can follow me on twitter instagram and tiktok is at joseph scrimshot you can follow obsessed podcast on twitter and facebook it's at obsessed podcast 
You can also check out the Star Wars podcast I co-host, that is called Force Center. For info on upcoming shows, comedy albums, all kind of stuff like that, you can check out my website at josephscrimshot.com. You can also support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon. Full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. All right, here are our final questions. If you could skip a day of the week every week, what day would you skip? Oh, wow. Ooh. Well, I've just had like four different days pop into my head. <laughs> Of ones that I would consider skipping. Honestly, Wednesday. Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Is, is that the day in the middle is just the one that, that grinds you? Yeah. Yeah. I was tempted by Tuesday. <laughs> but um, no, I'm going to say Wednesday because I either feel like it already should be the end of the week because the week's been so long. Yeah. Or it's still the beginning of the week. And I don't know. Like, it feels like half the time it jumps right from Monday to Thursday anyway. So let's help it. <laughs> let's help it. Just skip it past the old hump date. Nice. And which would you rather see with a human face on it, a car or a train? A train. <laughs> so often you were like, ooh, good question. I love it. The moment you're like, a train. For Lord's sake, it's a train. Come on. Of course. Everyone wants to see a train with a human face. You weirdo. I mean, Thomas the Tank Engine. Right? <laughs> uh, I was just picturing things, and that came into my head for some reason. <laughs> Cars that. have faces. Sometimes trains have faces. Mm-hmm. But clearly, train faces are the big winner around these parts. That's today's Fi- answer. <laughs> Final question, as always, is what is happiness? Happiness is knowing if today is a day that you want to be seen by other people or not, and having the luxury of making that choice. We learned some lessons from the whales. Uh, thank you all very much uh, for listening and uh, being a part of uh, of our fun uh, trip because we uh, also knew that we had this fun trip that we'd have something fun to share on this podcast and obsess about. So thank you all so much. That is our podcast. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. So you've thought of another animal that you'd like to see. Mm -hmm. Manatees.